You're listening to Impact Sports Radio, and this is Behind the Mask. Behind the Mask, back yet again. Uh, I let off last episode complaining about the weather, and my gripes were heard, because right now outside it's like 45-ish. I saw a lot of patches of grass on the way in here, so I'm happy. I had to wear, I, I had to wear three layers last time. Now I can just wear my, my, my Impact t-shirt with just a light coat over it. My Red Wings 2002 Stanley Cup Champions hat, uh, the one that gave Brett Hall a ring because the Blues couldn't do it. <laughs> no, it's never <laughs> the chirping starts. It's how never, long, how thirty fast seconds are we in? in? Thirty, 30 seconds. seconds. There we go. <laughs> it's never an episode of Behind the Mask without Hetty trying to chirp the Blues for something. It's probably not the last one either. Oh, it definitely isn't. And there are a few absolutes in life: an eight-second obligatory icing in an NHL game, and Hattie going after the Blues within the first thirty seconds of a BTM podcast. Yes. I love it. Like clockwork, <laughs> gentlemen. I, mean, I, I had to get out of the way early. We got, we got a packed show today. Uh, we're, um, we're, no no, uh, no mailbag today, uh, even though we're in person. Uh, I'm going to hand it over to Cam because, well, he's got all the stats. He deserves it. He's going to get us engaged. He's going to talk to us about hockey. And who doesn't want to hear that? And we, we need to venture outside the Big Ten once in a while. There is uh, college hockey played outside the Midwest. Yeah, apparently there is. So... Without a mailbag, we're just going to go right into it in a little tiny segment I call Around College Hockey. Boys, the tournament's coming up, which means we need to figure out who we got going all the way. So as of right now, there are six conferences in the uh, NCAA for hockey. 16 teams get into the tournament, um, six automatic bids, 10 at large. As of right now, the six teams that I have in are already leading their uh, regular season uh, leagues right now. Barring any changes in postseason, this could also change. As of right now, American International in the Atlantic, Minnesota, Quinnipiac, Boston College, North Dakota, and Minnesota State would be the six automatic bids. And at-large bids, as of right now, since uh, this is a weird COVID year, pairwise is being thrown out. So therefore, there are a couple. They're kind of making a hodgepodge of uh, RPI and pairwise statistics in order to select the other ten teams. Um, there's a list of 18 right now. Ten only ten get in. In the Atlantic, they're looking at Robert Morris, Canisius, and Army. Um, quick stat on Army: they they are eight zero and one in their last nine games after starting, I believe, one and five, and it would be their first tournament. That they would that they've made ever, I believe. So moving on, big in the Big Ten, they've got Wisconsin, Michigan, and Penn State. That's kind of a weird one with Penn State in there. Um, in the ECAC, um, Clarkson. Only four teams are playing, so Clarkson is second. They would be the other one from that conference to get in. Hockey East, pretty stacked division. Uh, Boston uni- or University, Boston University, UMass, Providence, Northeastern could go in. Uh, the National Collegiate Hockey Conference, St. Cloud State, Omaha uh, University of Nebraska, Omaha, Minnesota Duluth, prominent hockey college, and in the WCHA, Bemidji State, Bowling Green, Lake Superior, Michigan Tech. Boys, pick one team. Tell me why they're going to win it all. Um, I'm going to go with one that was just obvious to me when I saw this question. I'm going to go Minnesota State. Uh, you can yell at me about strength of schedule all you want. Uh, but they're playing Minnesota. They're, they're scoring as many goals as Wisconsin is, and they lead the, they lead the nation in goals against per game, uh, with a one point two two mark. And when Dryden McKay is in net for them, they give uh, they give up one point zero two goals allowed. 
So that is good. You you can complain about you can complain about strength, uh, strength schedule all you want, but at the end of the day, you can only play who's on your schedule. They have swept two ranked opponents, and I don't think they get enough love despite being as high as ranked as they are. Wait, no, they do. I'm wrong there. Ignore me. <laughs> yes, uh, Minnesota State. They score as much as Wisconsin, but they have locked down defense and a stellar goaltender. I got uh, I got North Dakota. Uh, it's I mean they kind of steamroll just about everybody they play. Um, they have lost two games in the new year so far, but the and one of them was a one goal game. But like all the the recent games, seven one win, four one win, five two win. Their last one goal game that they won was January eleventh. They do not uh, take things lightly at all. They just have steamrolled basically everybody at this point that they have played. I, you can't. This team is an absolute buzzsaw right now. You you can't overlook North Dakota right now. My team that I'm choosing to win it, give me Boston College. They're in one of the hardest hockey conferences in college hockey, the Hockey East Conference. They are currently sitting at 15 wins, three losses, and a tie on top of that conference. And, you know, without inner conference, outer conference games, it's hard to really gauge, you know, which teams are better. Obviously, we think Hockey East and Big Ten are probably the two best conferences. Conferences, Would you guys agree on that? Yes. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Okay, so I'm just picking the strong conference. Boston College, they've they've put up a really good record so far, and they got Spencer Knight in goal, which is one of the best goalie prospects to come out of the draft in the last couple of years. I think he was picked by Florida 13th overall. Don't fact check. Actually, fact check me on that. Hopefully that's right. But I'm picking Boston College to go all the way. Yeah, so about your stat over there, uh, USCHO kind of just did their whole little bracketology kind of thing. Hockey East has received a B in terms of the strength of conference. Ooh. Hmm. The the only one that got an A was NCHC. Wow. Which is kind of surprising. That's surprising me, yeah. But for me, I'm going with a little bit of a weird pick. Um, I've got UMass. I got I've got the the Minutemen. Um they will most likely receive an at large bid, 12 5 and 3 right now, but their goalie tandem is pretty dang good. Um Philip Lindberg, Matt Murray, not to be confused with the Matt Murray of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um playing plays with Senators now. Oh, he does play for the Oh yes. my god. Former <laughs> Pittsburgh Penguin there Matt go. Murray. You I'm might sorry. cut out on that word. We all we all totally heard it. Just it's cut out. it's okay. Um, Lindbergh, he's only played seven games, but still, he's only let up, or he's got a, a nine four seven save percentage. He own just under one point four goals allowed against on average. Uh, their senior goaltender Matt Murray, decent stats, um, nine thirteen save percentage, just a tick, and I mean literally one tick above two goals allowed uh, per game. I can see them making a strong run, um, especially with seeding. So that'll do it for around college hockey. So now moving on to two of the weirder things that I've ever done on this uh, podcast. I am admitting it is Wisconsin's world and we are just living in it. Um, Stats here. They are second nationally in goals behind Minnesota, but that doesn't really matter when three of the top five scorers in the nation all play for the uh, for the Badgers. Cole Caulfield, um, prolific score. I think he's got two points ahead of the kid from Quinnipiac. I think it's Olaf Tuftine. That's the that's his name. That is quite the name. It is a name. 
and he is he is second in the nation in scoring. We'll get to Quinnipiac in a second. I would bet a lot of money he's blonde. I will pull up the picture right now as I continue talking. But then you have Weisbach and Holloway for the Badgers that are tied third right now. I believe they have just over 25 points per game. That that could be wrong. I'm I'm looking up Olaf right now. I gotta find this. I gotta find this. Well, game. you look. I'm, pat my, I'm patting myself on the back a little bit. Uh, the week before college hockey started, I uh, I gave my preseason predictions on Twitter. I tweeted, uh, "Cole Caulfield would lead. I think either the, either the Big Ten or Nation in points. So I'm looking good there. Mm-hmm. But I also said Michigan would win the conference. So Ooh. one for two. But if I go one for two in a preseason prediction, I'm, I'm gonna give myself credit. That's not bad. Thank you. Not bad at all. I'm, I'm in the host chair. I can say what I want. Mm-hmm. Od- Odin Tufto is a five foot seven. 175-pound yeah. foot f- or forward from Chaska, Minnesota. And really? is that blonde? Is that blonde? Yes, definitely. It's like definitely. dirty blonde. It's like a it's dirty blonde, blonde it's but it's blonde. mixed with yeah. redhead. It's still blonde. It's, it's it, counts. it counts. It counts. It counts. Yeah, it's not Olaf Tuftin. I'm sorry. Sorry, terrible, terrible podcast. I want off a name. Here. Give me credit. <laughs> I mean, he's, yeah, 35 points, and then I'm pretty sure Caulfield's at 37 right now. It's um, an aggressively European name. Yeah, very aggressive. But, yeah. Holloway and Wiesbach tied with Brandon Cruz from Bowling Green. They round out the top five, um, 29 points for them too. And then lastly, we got a team of the week here. Um, We're going with Quinnipiac because they did something very strange. They executed a goalie change on the fly. And for those of you who don't know what that means, the play went up the ice and they switched goaltenders mid-play, which is pretty surprising. They, They had enough time to high-five each other while they were coming off the ice. Yavin Peretz went off for Josh Mayanja, who played the last two minutes, 40 seconds of the game, because they I'm pretty sure they were afraid that he was not going to be able to get in just because of that's just how hockey is. Sometimes you won't get a whistle for sometimes eight minutes of play. But yeah, Peretz came in after the second period because Quinnipiac was already up on Long Island, 6-1. He plays 17 minutes. Um, Mayanja gets in, high fives his, his goalie tandem buddy on his way onto the ice. So, you know what? Congrats to Quinnipiac for being able to execute that. And hopefully, no other team has to deal with the embarrassment of having a team change goalies during play. That is embarrassing. That's, yeah, straight up disrespectful. <laughs> Imagine seeing a goalie change when you're just skating on the ice and you're just like, oh man, that. That's not good. They just changed the goalie on us mid-play. Very <laughs> sobering. The video is hilarious. Oh. If that's anybody's fault, that's Long Island. Don't lose six-one. Don't put yourself in that position. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I love that. I love that belief. You don't want someone celebrating. Don't let them score. But exactly. Long Island has cool jerseys though. So yeah, okay, they, do. they should be just be better at hockey. That's true. Um, all right, Cam. That was a wonderful segment by you. Thank you. Cam. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. I'll, I'll be back to make more because if we have more time. Because it was so good, I'll forgive you for just you know. Taking my, I was gonna, I was gonna do my whole spiel, Big Ten standings, all that stuff. Look at the Spartans, give a little, just a quick little synopsis, and throw it over to you. But you just grabbed the reins. But you get you, you kind of our... just he stopped. You you literally stopped. You were like, well, I gotta stop, take a breath every once in a while. But it was it was like five seconds, and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna go into it. We're not doing a mailbag. We're doing Cam's segment. Fair. All right. I'll think of a better name between now and next week. It's a good way to lead off. It's okay. It's all, about, it's all about how good it is. You don't need a cool name. Although Pickham is a cool name. I'll pat myself on the back for that one, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the real real creative yeah, there. Yeah, it's original. <laughs> college, game took my, college game took my idea. Hey, he's just happy that I decided to go all pro Wisconsin, so. 
Pro oh. Caulfield. Pro just... Caulfield. That's that's a little t-shirt right there. That is a t-shirt. We'll get BTM t-shirts with that on there. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll talk to Luke right after the episode. Yes. All right. So back to what I was going to before I was interrupted. <laughs> you handed it over to him. I don't know if that's co- counts as interrupting. Eno- enough yeah. argument. Let's just get yeah. this thing going. Yeah, right. we're off on a t- we're on a tangent. Let's go ahead. We are. We're already twelve minutes till we're up to our episode. Oh, we've got this. We're good. Yeah, we're fine. Um, all right. So yeah, Michigan State currently sits at seven thirteen and two after this past weekend. After they get swept by Minnesota, uh, we'll get into that in a second. Looking into ranked Big Ten teams, starting to sound the same the past couple weeks. Minnesota's four, Wisconsin's five, Michigan seven. Notre Dame and Penn State got receiving votes. Um, as a uh, Big Ten standings, uh, it goes Minnesota and Wisconsin are both. Uh, Minnesota has 45 points, Wisconsin has 41. Drop off, Michigan is 29, Notre Dame is 29, and then Penn State is 20, Ohio State is 19, Michigan State is 15. Uh, so right now, if, if the tournament were to start today, keep in mind we are less than a month away from that. Uh, it would be Minnesota gets a bye, Wisconsin would play Michigan State, Michigan would play Ohio State, and Penn State would play Notre Dame. So. I have a question. I have an answer. Are you sure? Probably. Penn State, four games in hand. What happens if they're not able to play up those postponed games, those postponed Big Ten games? Because I know they they canceled the Ohio State series. Because Mm. if, you know, how I usually do standings, it's theoretically a win, a regulation win, which in that case, four games played, three three points for a win. They would be, what, third? Something like that. With 32? Yeah, I, th- I think that should go a point percentage. That'd be the smartest. I, I, I mean, yeah, I don't think it'd change the standings. But yeah, point By points percentage. Yeah, yeah that, that's, what, that's what I would do. I don't know what okay. that's what they're doing, but that's what I would do. All righty. Very, very I just had a, like, a sw- little question there. Yeah, I guess I didn't have an answer. I lied. It's okay. I didn't either. Um, and then before we move on, I just want to give a shout out to the state of Michigan. Uh, they got Michigan ranked seventh, Lake State ranked 18th, Michigan Tech is ranked 20th, and Western Michigan got votes. So, not bad for the state of Michigan. It's not Minnesota, but you know, it's not too shabby. Not too bad. Not at all. Uh, so yeah, let's just jump into the Minnesota review. Um, game one, Michigan State played well. Haven't been able to say that much this season. Uh, however, they do draw uh, fall, short, fall short to Minnesota, 4-2. Uh, Deritter saved 34 out of 38 shots. Michigan State was outshot 38-21. Uh, Tommy Apep got a shorthanded goal on a breakaway. Good play by him on there. Just want to mention that. Uh, because Tommy Apep playing, Tommy Apep playing defensive uh, hockey, very strong, is just nothing new. But it's worth noting. Uh, game two, Michigan State, just the wheels fell off. The uh, 5-1 loss. Uh, they were outshot 31-19. Pierce Charleston came in late in the first when the game was already basically over. Uh, Lewandowski came into the series with 99 points, and he's still sitting there. So we'll, we'll be on the watch this weekend. Uh, but, I mean, Michigan State, they played a really good opponent. Uh, so what are your takeaways? Um, the thing that I that stuck out to me the most was they can't dig themselves in a hole early. That's kind of what they did both games. Um, both the times MSU scored their first goal, in game one they were down 3-0, in game two, they were down 5-0. So, and those are things you cannot do. You cannot be playing from behind, especially against a team like Minnesota, and expect to actually come out and win games. Um, this is not something that can happen. I think game two is a little different because I think a good, like a lot of that can also be attributed to a bad game from DeRitter. I did like seeing Charleston get out there. Charleston looked solid in the minutes that he did play. But 
um, yeah, you cannot come out flat-footed against good teams and expect to win. Uh, that's one thing I actually want to touch on before you go. Uh, is Pierce Charleston's come in three games, and his three opponents were were Michigan, Wisconsin, and Minnesota, and he looked good against all of them. So yeah. if you're, I mean, yeah, if you're Michigan State, you got to feel good about your youth goaltending. Yeah, being thrown into those situations, that's hard. Like, you know, 3-0 down. I think two situations, zeros, yeah, 3-0 down, and he, he gets in there, he's poised, makes some good saves right off the bat, no warm-up. That's that's what you want in your backup, uh, backup goalie, and he did it. So good job for him. But it's also a different mindset, too, in terms of the actual the skaters on the ice because whenever that happens, it's okay. Like, it's not technically jumping ship. But something you there's usually a spark or a, a a switch that gets flipped up whenever a team switches goaltenders. It's basically saying we ha- we it's not that we didn't have date or like we as in generally speaking. Whenever a coach does that, it's not saying like okay we've lost faith in X goaltender. It's the team in front of him has let him down. We kind of and that's kind of what happened in game one. And I'll get there in a minute. But it's just. When Charleston came in, they started actually playing better. Not gonna lie, they looked somewhat decent in that game too when Charleston came in. But I'll I'll let you and or I'll let you go and then I'll I'll kind of rattle off what I've got. Okay, I'll go ahead with MSU had forty shots on the weekend. Minnesota in game one had thirty-eight. We've talked about, you know, the lack of shots all season long and it pretty much hasn't changed, except for it did look decent against ASU, but ASU was obviously a team that Michigan State matched up pretty well against. So 40 shots on a whole weekend is not what you want. Um, I got I got to give a, myself a little bit of pat on the back, except for it was pretty obvious. Minnesota scored the first goal both times, like Jacob said, and from that MSU just couldn't come back. They 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 don't have the offense to be able to do that, and it showed and it exposed them, and they they got swept because of that. And um, updated stat because we talk about this often. MSU is now one OT win, eight losses and two ties in game ones. And it was it was a little bit different affair. Game one actually looked a lot better than game two, which is a little bit flip-flop from what he've had during the season. But it's still, the game one woes, it's just, it's it's not, no bueno, no bueno. So Cam, take it away. I think we are overlooking the fact that they competed for 15 minutes in that first game, the first 15 minutes. They, they, they played decently. Very glass half, that's very glass half full. Well, here's the thing. There's nothing worse than giving up two goals in the final five minutes of a period. That is a momentum killer. That is a confidence killer. You'd lose the game four to two. You get those two first period goals back, but one by a shorthanded, which is a great play because they were use, they were using the Olympic sheet. Minnesota was using the Olympic sheet to their advantage, and it was really bad in that second game, which when I when I was watching it, they made the rink, I don't know, how long is the, the Olympic sheet? 80 feet wide? It's longer than that. Uh, that sounds about, no, that sounds about right, doesn't it? They they made that the ice go from 80 feet to 20 feet with their three-point men collapsing down on the, and basically suffocating the Spartan defense on, on, that, on their power plays. It was electric, just being able to see what they were able to do. But in game one... You, you give up two first-period goals in the final five minutes. It's a confidence killer. You get another one in, th- in the second. You're down 3-0. You score your first one. You give up another one in the third. It's 4-1. Okay. N- no big deal. They But they played better in game one. Game two, four goals in the final ten minutes, including three in the final four. And 
I'm pretty they my main stat is they tied on the faceoff battle 24 apiece. Three out of their four goals in that first period came off faceoffs. The first goal specifically was a set play, win the faceoff off the glass. There's two guys going up, and there's four Spartan defenders tracking back. It's a two-on-one. They played pass, or they played shot, or DeRitter played shot. He passed it. Easy backdoor tap-in. The third, I, the second and the fourth goal of that first period were exactly the same, except they played pass and they both shot. And they both went, a right shot on the left wing side is going far post all the time. Beat him between, beat him stick side between the blocker and the pad. That's just what happens. It's a shooter's goal. But both of those were, both of those goals came off, all three of those goals came off faceoffs in the offensive zone because they were able to just get rush chances. And then this, the the one Spartan goal, I think it was the Nodler goal, came off of a faceoff win, gets cycled off to the corner, shot comes in, I think, from Stevens, and it gets deflected in. But it's just it's an identity crisis at this point because not only do you lose the faceoff, you lose it in the offensive zone, and they go immediately the other way. Three out of their five goals came off of rush chances from winning those faceoffs and set plays. It just it worked for them. It it worked for Minnesota. So, advanced stats. Oh, I mean, that's what I saw whenever I watched the game. I looked at it and I said, Danton Cole is not going to be happy because you lose the faceoff, but not only that, you don't get back. You have one guy back. You have three other forwards. You have one defenseman and two forwards back checking, and two defend two defensemen go towards one guy, plays the pass, backdoor tap in. Second time they they play the pass. It's a right shot on the left wing. He's going far post every time. And if he beats the Ritter, he beats the Ritter. There's nothing he can do about it. So. That's how it goes. I mean, am I wrong with the two goalies in the room? No, you're not. No. I mean, it, just, it happens. So. I mean, it's a shooter's goal. If you're too far off that near post, he's going near post. And if if he hits it posted in off the far one, it's a shooter's goal. So. It is. And it's past him now. So, now we move on to Notre Dame. This weekend, hopefully we'll all be there. Have not heard back about credentials yet. Uh, we're hoping to go live for this game. Or actually, both games, if we're if we're lucky. Uh, but, yeah, Notre Dame comes to town. Michigan State, I believe, swept them. Hold on. I wrote it down. That's why I do this. Uh, save myself. Oh, 1-0-1. Mm-hmm. One, one shootout loss, one overtime win. So, two mm-hmm. good games. Same as last year. And, oh, yeah, exactly. Same as last year. Uh, so right now, really favorable, favorable matchup on paper, uh, Notre Dame and Arizona state just seem to match up well. Michigan state just seems like they're always close games. Um, before we get this started, I I do want to say that I think Michigan state's white scripts and Notre Dame's dark blue regular away uniforms will be the best uniform matchup in the the big Ten all year. My personal opinion. Yeah. I can't think of anything that would top it. No. Is this the Notre Dame with the, just the blue, the script? With the regular script yeah. lettering, yeah, okay. yeah, those are good. All right, glad we're on the same page. Uh, <laughs> Notre Dame went one on one versus Wisconsin last week. Screwed me in the picks. We we'll ignore that because they won game two in a shootout against Wisconsin, so yeah. they kept pace with Wisconsin. It's not easy to do. Since apparently, it's Wisconsin's world. We're just living in it. Well, I mean, they did score five goals. Both they did score did. five goals. So, so they earned it. Well, they also had a two goal lead in game one, oh. and they coughed it up. Ooh, ooh, they Minis- cold, yeah, Minis- coughed it up. 
Okay, no, I'm sorry. No, my I'll, bad. I'll, I'll, I'll no. go back to being quiet. Oh, my no, God. No, I, I will take a point off Yeah, you. no, I could, <laughs> yeah. I, I could walk out that door. It's fine. Yeah, Wisconsin scored four straight in the final two periods. You need a hobby. I I watched or, I watched it happen because I cared about my pick em. Hmm. Well, actually, and I was, I was actually I should have mentioned this earlier. I'm going to throw a wrench in the pick em because we're in the final stretch now. Uh, I kind of I, I kind of told myself I'm going to start and play with the pick ems once I see a patch of grass on on the campus, and I did. And you so did not. No, you did not say. It. <laughs> you did not. I've never no, did said this once. You no, said that, that. That's, how, that's always how I signify the end of college hockey season. When you start seeing grass, that's when games matter. Okay. Okay. I believe right. that now, but we'll, I was just yeah. like, "What? That you just pulled that out of your head?" I no. Mm. We'll, we'll get there eventually. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. Why this is recorded? Come back and haunt me. Anyway, but yeah, moving on. All right. So Notre Dame, two point seven one uh, goals per game, thirtieth in the country. 2.88 goals against per game. That's 27. So Notre Dame is just an average hockey team. Well, they're, they're good. They're a good hockey team. Uh, 16.67 on the power play. Not great. Better than Michigan State. 78.9% uh, in the power play. Again, not great. Better than Michigan State. Actually, that might not be true. I can no, look it, it up is. right now. I, th- I feel like MSU is ahead of them in the penalty kill. That MSU's got a penalty kill percentage. Yeah, 78 seems low. Yeah. So I'm going to eat my words there. I, if I had to guess, MSU got a oh 83.4. No. No? 80. It, 80. 80 flat. flat. Oh, 80 flat. That's a nice number. Nice, even, clean number. Um, and Notre Dame is 3-10-1 and one at home and 7-2-1 and one on the road. Jeez. Important stats. And they are playing on the road this weekend, so their record would say that they should be favored this week. Road Warriors. Uh, so before we get to our pick'ems, we do need to get to the blank wins if so. Jacob Stinson, Notre Dame wins if, if they can score three, uh, it it for some reason looking at like their past games it seems to be kind of like a magic number almost, uh, but like they've had trouble recently, getting pucks on net before that second game against Wisconsin the fi- the six five overtime or shootout win, um, they had two goals combined across the past three games, so, uh, I, th- I believe they played Minnesota twice and then won the first game against Wisconsin, so. Yes. They've had some troubles putting the puck in the net. But if they can get at least three, I think they should have a very good chance of winning, especially with MSU's offense. All right. I like that. Uh, so, Ryan, move on to you because Cam apparently got his ideas taken, so I'll let him collect his thoughts. So, Ryan, Notre Dame wins if? They win if they slowly break down the MSU D. And what I mean by this is long possessions in the msu zone lots of shots and like scuffles in front of the net where everybody's pushing and shoving just try to make the msud tired because once you get past the msud it's pretty much just deritter and deritter has been able to stand on his head a lot of times but sometimes you've seen he hasn't been able to the quick goals against michigan that got him pulled this past series got him pulled so i'd say it's a weird answer but if Notre Dame just slowly breaks down this MSU defense. It will crumble over time, and if they do that, they'll win some games. Okay, Cam. Notre Dame wins if <sighs> Jacob told he 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 stole what I had. I'm sorry, but it's okay. I've got two things here. Okay. Um, going off piggybacking off your point of scoring three. Thank you to the game notes for Notre Dame. They are not as good as Michigan State's, I will say, but they are decent. Uh, they're eight, four, and one when scoring three or more this season. Notre Dame is so score three. They're pretty good. Michigan State has only scored three or more goals four times this season. One of those was the four to three overtime or 
yeah, four to three overtime loss um, earlier, uh, late December to cap or to kickstart the winter break. Um, but yeah, my other notes for Notre Dame: consistently inconsistent, always. I love pick them with Notre Dame because they never seem to hit. It's like zero on blackjack. Um, but key stat. 54.3% on the dots. That's good for fourth in the nation. And that's what happened the last time these two teams played was Jake Pavanka for Notre Dame just killed every single moment, momentum shift the Spartans had by winning every single face-off draw all the time. So he'll be he'll be their, you know, their guy on the dots. So if he if he if they can do that and stymie the Spartans on the dots, which they did the last two times they played the win all right easy enough um notre dame will win if uh they uh, they get a goal in the first first two or last two minutes in the game uh no no in, in, in each period like you like you said earlier they're momentum killers i think if they get one then they'll kind of you know take the wind out of the spartan sails and they'll they'll play well uh, Michigan State will win if I'll start this off. Uh, just get power play production. I expect these to be one goal games, and in those in that close of games, you can't squander opportunities. Michigan State gets a power play goal or two this weekend. They're in good shape. I'm pretty sure all of the times that we ever have the uh, MSU wins if segment, it always has something to do with the offense. Um, and mine is MSU wins if they put up at least 25 shots. I would like to see more. Obviously, 25 shots is not a lot, but. What you have last game, if you average 20 shots on goal a game, as they did in that Minnesota series, that's not going to cut it, and that's pro- that proved in that last game, in that last series. You can't, yeah, you cannot win if you do not test the goalie, and they did not test Jack LaFontaine at all against Minnesota. No, they didn't. So, for me, MSU will win this series if, plain and simple, they score first. There are five wins, one loss, and two ties when scoring first. When they do get that first early goal... That means they can maintain they can maintain the pace they want to play in that game. They could play lockdown defense, which is arguably what they're best at. They could slow down the other team to their pace. Obviously, MSU, when they do get in the lead, they don't provide much offense, but that means they could do better on defense. They could scrum up the middle of the zone, make entries harder to get, and just play their game. Their game that they've only been able like they've won you know five games doing that so that's their best game that they can play and did i steal what you were gonna say no okay i see what i see what you're gonna say there cam but um yeah michigan state if they score first they'll hopefully get some wins you forgot a win. It's six one and two. I forgot who who was it. No, I'm kidding. I don't <laughs> we can't, know. We can't it's just on the that. it's on the six one and two. Hey, that's even better for state then. Score yeah. first, state. Go go do the hockey. Yeah, <laughs> go do go that do the hockey. hockey. Yep. Yeah, six one and two and scoring first. I'm gonna go along the same route that uh, we all kind of have. Four and one when leading after the first period. Get a couple goals in the first. Smooth sailing. That's how they win. I like it. Uh, now. Um, I must confess, I've been looking forward to this for a while, um, because I'm going to throw a wrench in our pick segment and I didn't warn any of the other three that are on this podcast right now, what wrench I'm going to throw into it. Is it um, crescent wrench? Hmm? That was my that guess. A cr- oh, Hush. It's a crescent wrench? Hush. Crescent wrench. Yeah. I, I didn't even know that's a thing. I don't know what that is. Uh, you guys got to get <laughs> handier. I, I know what a monkey wrench is, but I don't know about, <laughs> it's all, that's about it. I got All right, nothing. this is what we've resorted to talking about. Okay, wrenches. that many wrenches. Welcome back to the uh, hardware podcast here <laughs> from Impact D9. Wrenches. 
today's purchase. segment. That's just that just sounds okay. excruciatingly boring. <laughs> All right, um, but I've noticed the last couple of weeks we're heading towards the finish, and a lot of, and a couple of us are making some like bold picks to try to catch Jacob, um, and that's just kind of like count being counterproductive because well we all want to catch Jacob. He, he's been he's been too cocky this year. We got someone's got to humble him. So uh, the wrench I'm going to throw into this is now um, I, I teased it. And I can say you can put your money where your mouth is, and what I mean by that. Is now if you are very confident that your pick is going to get uh like if your pick is correct, uh you can I'll, I'll say you could double down on it. Uh I'll highlight it in the document. If you if you double down on a sweep, uh you get four points instead of two. You don't have to you don't have to double down anything. Uh, but if you get it wrong, you get two or so, uh, subtracted. You get two subtracted, subtracted. You don't get zero. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's risky. Yeah. So you don't, so you you don't get, have to do it. And then, yeah, splits, splits, you gain one, lose one. So if you guess the sweep right, you get plus two what you can normally get. But if you guess it wrong, then you would get, well, subtract I mean, two. Yeah. yeah, subtract two. Okay. So if you don't double, okay. you can just you can get two if you want to play it safe. But this is an opportunity. If you feel really good about a sweep, go for it. And then, so, you know, you kind of make a person in the lead have to think about their choices. <laughs> No, I'm kind of trying to think. Like, do I even? Is it even worth it for me to take some of my picks out or double down on some of mine? That's 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 your decision. I don't know. This, this is a wrench you just threw into it, Hattie. Mm-hmm. We only got a couple weeks left. Of this. I don't even know what to say. Exactly. I know. This is I like just speechless. This is literally <laughs> like lighting fifty candles in a room, getting down on your knees, and just praying before the game starts. <laughs> of whatever. We're be whatever. Watching those games a lot lights, closer lights now. Lights off. Everything. <laughs> And I am going to start throwing a couple of NH- um, NHL uh, two-game series in here because, well, we need some more points. Woo-hoo. And it's more fun. And I was going to I was gonna have the Blues, but they can't schedule for the life depended on it, so I just put the Capitals Devils instead. We'll it's, not my fault. it's not my <laughs> fault that the Sharks randomly decided to re- postpone one game. And, like, I was looking at that schedule because they do have – they play the, they had a two-game series scheduled against San Jose, uh, I think, for, like, this weekend. But – uh, the first game got postponed for no reason, and I looked at it because neither team has any other games postponed like at all this month. So I don't know what the reasoning is. It, and they're still playing the second one. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. San Jose has a better mascot than you will, ever will. So eh. I love SJ Sharky, and I will go down fighting for him and Gritty. You can. I don't like that. I mean, Gritty. Louis is a solid mascot. Louis is a solid mascot. Not just mascot. I mean, uh, he's Louis. It's better than yeah. Buzz. Anything's Lu- better than Buzz. Louis is not gritty, but like Louis is a solid mascot. I'm a Yuppie guy. Hmm. I like so, Yuppie. Gritty's still number one. Gritty's still number one mascot in the league because he's weird. Exactly, he's different. Yeah, he's just the best. I mean, they did what they wanted to. They wanted to make a weird mascot that got attention. They it, did. It embodies Philadelphia. I was going to say, it, exactly. it, 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 it is it's Philadelphia. Philadelphia. It's they, very Philadelphia. A plus 100% on that it's mascot. It's execution to a, to, to a T. Yes. All right, that's fair. Enough of the mascot talk. Uh, yeah. Let's go back. <laughs> yes. All right, so right now, as I said, Jacob leaves at 20, 28. I'm behind with 25. Cam's 24. Ryan's 22. So now, with six games to pick, if you double down on all of them, you just you take a commanding lead. You get them all wrong, you're well. You're driving to South Bend. <laughs> uh, so, again, you don't have to. You don't have to double down on any of them. Um, oh, oopsie, chair mistake. Hopefully, that's you can't hear that in the podcast. I'll take an. I'll take an. Yeah, I apologize for that. Uh so yeah, uh, you don't have to double down again. Four points if you if you uh, predict a sweep and you double down on it. Two if you predict a split and double down on it. Um, and then you lose if you do that, or you could, you know, 
regular two for a split, uh, sweep, one for a split. Uh, so, first series, uh, Ohio State travels to Madison, take on number five, Wisconsin. Uh, what do we got? Okay, so this is might be, uh, I'm nervous, but this is the one I feel the most confident in, but I'm curious if I want to double down on it. Because the thing is, I have, so I have a Wisconsin sweep. I feel confident in that. But at the same time, Ohio State played Michigan last weekend and, so, and upset them in game one. But then they also came back and lost to 6-0 the next game. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's complete. or So should, I would think it would be a fluke that one game would be. But What if it's not? Could, could be rivalry Ooh. hockey, too. You could, know? Be rival Ooh, could be rivalry. Could be. So I, 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 think, I, I think I'm going to do it. I'm a hammer Wisconsin sweep. Double down on it. Okay. He's doubling down. Doubling. Okay. So if you do that, just, just highlight it. I'll, I'll just highlight. I'll make it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so Jacob's doubling down on Wisconsin sweep. Um, do I trust Wisconsin? That is a good question. Yes, I do. I'll double down as well on my Wisconsin sweep. Gosh, you can... Dang it. I I didn't want to double down, but now you two. You, you know what? No. No, what? But... <sighs> But See, it's just so fun now. It's, great. it's just so in, like intriguing to do. It's like it's okay. I'm doubling down. Okay. <laughs> Cam, you gonna join the bandwagon? You gonna be special? Don't point. There's a podcast. You, we, they can't the see call, you. The call on the ice stands. It's a good goal. So yes, yes, we're going for it. Okay, no, everyone's going in. Just right. because. Double down. Just because. Well, now it's, now it's, it's Wisconsin. Now it's now, yeah, now it doesn't matter. It's effectively useless. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's useless. <laughs> hey, this is a game of strategy, boys. You're right. And there's more chances to double down. All right, next one. Uh, Notre Dame travels to East Lansing take on Michigan State. Uh, I have a split. I think Notre Dame keeps, uh, takes game one. I think Michigan State takes game two in overtime. I can agree with this. I don't know. Maybe not overtime for the second game, but I also have a split. Um, if there's one thing we know about both teams, they are both incredibly inconsistent. Um, and that's the thing. My my one stat I had on here for Notre Dame, they have both swept and been swept by the top two teams in the Big Ten in Minnesota and Michigan. Yes. So mm. it's mm. that that's my thing. Is mm. I don't know what version of Notre Dame we're going to get. And I feel like we're going to get one of each uh, on different days. So I'm going with the split, not doubling down, but I'm going with the split. Okay. I'm doing something interesting. I'm picking Notre Dame in the series just because I think Notre Dame's a little going to be a little bit hungrier. They're fighting for a very important position in the Big Ten tournament playoffs. Right now they're tied for third, and they want to beat Michigan to get in that third slot. They are uh, three losses and a tie in their last four games, which – came to Minnesota, Minnesota swept them, and then Wisconsin, they lost one and tied one. So obviously not the best of results, but I think Notre Dame is sneakily a good team that just doesn't have the best goaltending. I've said this, I may eat my words at the end of this segment, but you know what? Notre Dame with the sweep, and I'm doubling down, ladies and gentlemen. Give me the double down. Oh my goodness. I did it, and it's locked in. That is Thank geez. you very that's much. A, that's a risk you wanted to double down on. I yes. Saying. I was almost going to do the same. I don't want to now. <laughs> All right, Kim. So going off of Jacob's point, uh, don't know which version of Notre Dame we're going to get. It could either be the St. Patrick's Day Notre Dame or the day after St. Patrick's Day Notre Dame. For that reason, we're going for a split. Okay. Just okay. as a thought, I'm not doing it, but could you technically hammer on a split? Yes, you get two. So you get two or lose one. Yeah. Okay. Two or lose one? Two or lose one. Oh, do I have enough confidence? Sure. Sure. I, I do not. Do you have enough confidence? <laughs> I, do I have enough confidence in this team scoring three goals? No. No. You, you shouldn't. 
There we go. <laughs> You're also betting against a team that's 0-3-1 in their last four. Thank you, Ryan. Yes. You can think about that. Uh, well, Wait, who's, who's 0-3-1? Notre Dame. Notre Dame in their last four. You know what's what? What's MSU's what's record one, in the last four also? What is one point going to do? I will hammer the split. Okay. Kamo hammer the split. Because if I, I, I will jump for joy if the Spartans take one of these games and lose the second one. And we're broadcasting it. Okay, okay. That would be hilarious. Okay. I respect it. Um, Arizona State, Travis Stan Arbor, take on number seven, Michigan. Again, tied with Notre Dame. I am going to go with a Michigan sweep. Not only that, I'm very confident in doubling down. I also have a Michigan sweep. I'm not going to be, well, I know I'm not going to double down. Just Michigan, my issue with them is still that loss uh, to Wisconsin that they had. Okay. Um. That, that that or not not Wisconsin Ohio State I mean last weekend, so I mean they came back out and won the six zero, but then they just they did not look they did not I don't you can't you can't lose to Ohio State in a game one and have me have let me have that much confidence in you, so I, I'm gonna go with Michigan sweep but I'm not doubling down on it. Okay, okay, that's point that's points I can gain on you, Ryan. Possibly. I'm also going for the Michigan sweep here, and I'm just going to kind of go with the same reasoning I had for my wacko Notre Dame pick. Michigan is going to play hungry. They want that third seed as well, and they typically do better in the second half and the closing stages of the season. We've seen that happen years in the past. So I'm picking Michigan with the sweep, and I am laying down the hammer. Give me the lock. Ryan has yet to not double down on a pick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this this may turn out very bad for me. <laughs> this is going to be a, like, we're going to have to get, you're going to have to get the abacus out and just start. <laughs> tick, tick, tick. <laughs> I don't know what abacus is, I'll be honest. That's what they use to do math a it's long, like long time thing, ago. It's like the thing that slide left and right. It's got like 10 rows up and down and you just like, whoop, whoop, Before whoop. you could check or mathway, there was abacus. Interesting. Yes. Um... But I'm glad I was born with technology. Yeah. That's all I'll say. It's a blessing, yeah. but a curse. Eh, no, it's a blessing. I remember math tests <laughs> without calculators. It was Ooh. great. Yeah, Michigan's going to hang 13 on Arizona State. Wow. Combined. Wow. Okay. Combined. That's fair. Uh, 13 down. each game. <laughs> <laughs> double no, down. No. I'm going to retract okay. my previous statement. I'm also going to hammer the Michigan sweep. <laughs> it's a tactical <laughs> thing. It's a tactical thing, honestly. It is. Why a are you such thing. a follower? Jeez, be it's, a pioneer. Hey, a Can you highlight correctly? Thing. No. <laughs> I got it. I selected the wrong just, thing. Just actually delete the whole entire document. <laughs> oh, oops, it's not even, button. I'm still not entirely <laughs> confident about it. Like, I'm, it's more of a tactical thing at this point. No, but if they lose, then I mean, if, I mean, if, 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 if they lose, then one, then you look good. But if they all lose, then we're then it does nothing. We're going down because well, we all have the same okay. prediction. We all okay. have the same prediction. Okay, I'll all pick right. that. All right. Well, uh, Penn State still can't stop getting COVID, so they don't play this week. So no Big Ten. Wah, 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 wah. No more ho- no hockey valley this week. No hockey valley this week. So we're just going to go into our three NHL picks: uh, Red Wings versus Blackhawks. Um, full disclosure: uh, before you make your picks, I've said this before, but in case you forgot, the Red Wings are zero and thirty-six in their last power uh, last thirty-six power plays. Uh, Montreal's beat Toronto this season. Even they fired their head coach. But Jeff Blashill and Dan Vilesmer are just sitting pretty in Detroit. Uh, Somehow, I'll, I'll just I'll I'll digress. I otherwise that's a ten minute rant. Farewell, Claude. <laughs> he did he did well. Um, Farewell. I want to see Dan Vilesmer parade at Down Woodward with Matt Patricia and just throwing to, like with tomatoes thrown at him. <laughs> I would pay to uh, throw the a tomato. <laughs> I would, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. just get him out of Little Caesars Arena. Take away his key. 
I'm done with him. This <laughs> oh, team just bothers me now. It's the Jamal Adams meme of him trying to get into the facility. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Chase the code. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, Red Wings, Blackhawks. Um, I have a Chicago split because, well, uh, Chicago's playing well right now, even though they said they're coming out tanking to start the season. So whatever that is. Um, I will not double down because the Red Wings could pull one out of their rear ends. Uh, so I'll just take Chicago sweep. No double down. I am also going to go with a Chicago uh, sweep. Counting on the Red Wings to win anything, generally not a good idea. Not a good thing to bet on. Hey, but they beat the Panthers. Okay. Didn't they, didn't they beat them twice? Two yes, or four games. they yeah. did. Yeah. But at the same time, on the other end, the Blackhawks actually look surprisingly good. Kevin Lankin's been amazing all year. Yeah, I know. So, like... <laughs> uh, but yeah, Lincoln has been amazing all year. The Blackhawks actually look good, so I'm giving you Chicago sweep. Uh, speaking of Lincoln and Frigo, uh, I offered Lincoln for Connor McDavid, and I was turned down in fantasy. That's the last fantasy talk I'll say. I'm just kind of outraged about it. Sounds good, <laughs> Ryan. Uh, this series, give me the split. Chicago's won four out of four, and that's just not right in this little rivalry we got going on here. So, Red Wings. Go, come on, pull pull one out. Double you could down? do it. You could do it. I'm not doubling down. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's the kids of Kane. It's it's the Brinkett and Kubalik and Patrick Kane that yes. are just keeping them afloat right now. Yes. They're trying to tank and they're tanking terribly. And yes. No, no doc, tank. no taze, and they're doing that well. Tank, like Tanking terribly. That was an alliteration. I am proud of myself. Good job. Are you, yeah. doubling, like, are you doubling down? No. Okay. So no one's doubling down on the Blackhawks. I don't have any confidence on the Chicago Blackhawks. Never have. You also have no confidence in the Red Wings. I have no confidence in general. <laughs> yes. Okay. If okay. there's one thing I do, <laughs> if there's one thing I do have confidence in the Red Wings to not be good this year. So. Bold yes. Of you, yes. It is very bold of you to assume that I have confidence in general. So, <laughs> let's go. Although, you fixed that power play. Uh, I believe they're 0 31 in their uh, on the power play, and they're seven one goal losses. So. Yep. There's the one goal loss. There's your one goal loss. That's a big if, though. I'm That's a big you. if. Oh uh, yeah, just you know, fire fire Dan Biles, but parade him down Woodward. Hey, firing your firing your not good head coach in the middle of the season, replacing him with someone else. Gen oh, has worked pretty up. well in the past. It's worked shut pretty well up. in the past. I'm just saying, we got a cup out of it. We one. Were, we were also one good. in sixty years. Okay, your point. <laughs> I mean, I've it's more it's more cups in the past ten years than the Rappings have got. Oh jeez, you're not gonna win this. You're not, you, you, you're not going to understand the cup argument. Right. We're going, moving on to a different team uh, that's one of the people here is a fan of, of. Stanley Cups. Yeah. Just don't. Read my, read my hat. Don't. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, a, a rematch of, of last year's Stanley Cup final, which yeah. the Tampa Bay Lightning won in six games. So that's our next pick Uh So I have Tampa Bay in a sweep. Don't feel great about it, but I feel, uh, it's good enough. I'm not going to double down. I would consider doubling down on this just for the the fact of I, I would double down if I had a reason to do it. The stars have not been good recently. They they have not won a game since February second, um, and even then it's they've just not looked good at all. It's a rough it's a rough month for Cam I'd assume as a Stars fan, but yeah, they do not look good. And then they're playing the Lightning. The Lightning are very good. Give me the, give me the lightning in the sweep. Okay, okay. You just giggled. Mm-hmm. Why? That's just cause. Just cause. Ryan, go. Ryan, go. <laughs> I will go. I did have Tampa Bay Lightning with the sweep here, but about thirteen point seven seconds ago, I changed it to a split just because. Hey, Dallas is a good team. I'm I'm not going to take the recency bias. They started out very very hot off of the the COVID dilemmas they had, but I they're a good team. 
sure Tampa Bay, you know, just came off the Stanley Cup dub, but give me the split for that series. Yeah, and the Stars also suck against any team not named Detroit or Nashville. That's right. But my my biggest issue with the Stars was also uh, they're dealing with some some key injuries right now, this including Rad, Radulov and Sagan. This oh, is my, my and team, and I have some confidence in them. I'm going for the split. If Kel- oh, no, it's not Kelly. If Francis Sherratt is in one of those games, the Stars are going to lose that game, guaranteed. Um, <laughs> Double down <laughs> on on them losing a no, game without... on, on just a split. You could double down on a split. Mm-hmm. You know what? I will. Okay. Give me that just because the kids are doing well. The kids are all right in this one. Um, and it's before they have to play 43 games in 76 days. Wow. 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 They play, I think it's, I think the rest of their schedules is four and six. Four games in six days, four games in six days. So it's great. I, and I yeah, love how you, I love how you're you. just like, yeah, the Stars have had a win in, yeah, over three weeks. Yes, I understand that. But we also started out one seven and one last year, and then won fourteen out of fifteen. So trust me. So I'm also so, I'm also well aware of being the worst team in the league at one point during the season, and then magically turning it around. You two are intolerable. <laughs> intolerable. This kid is just whoa, whoa, whoa. We got we got a raise in the voice here. Oh man. Uh. <laughs> I just yeah, I'll double down on the split. Sorry for the long winded winded answer. You two are intolerable. We are so toxic. Just terrible. It's the it, it, it makes for some good banter. It makes oh for good God. banter. Three more years or two more years of this. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Jeez. We just getting started. Us, us three years. right here. <laughs> I feel bad about the blues jokes. Then you say stuff like that. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll uh, keep them coming when you're gone. Yeah. I'll be listening. Don't worry. Just don't. You know. Just don't touch my pick'em segment. Please keep that. I love it. Oh yeah. Oh of course. Totally. The pick'em segment's the best part. She'll be in there. She'll be in there. Awesome. Um. Capitals versus Devils, uh, because the Blues, again, can't schedule games because they're stupid. Um, I have the Capitals, and not only that, I'm going to double down. They're wearing the reverse retros, and that screaming eagle on the red jersey is wonderful. Give me the Capitals sweep, double down. Okay, so I thought the... So when when the reverse retros came out, and they like first advertised them on Instagram or whatever, I thought they looked really good. Seeing them in action, I retract that statement. They do not... I don't like... They don't look good in person, I don't think. It okay. Just, on on actual uniforms, I said the exact same thing about the Blues reverse retros. On the actual on the actual jerseys, they or on the ice with the helmets and the pants and the socks and everything, they look awful. I don't like them. Um, but that being said, I'm going for a split here. Um, I was trying to go off of like previous matchups for precedent here. Um, they played once on the twenty on the twenty first. Uh, Caps won four three. So. Close game. I expect the exact same to happen in this series coming up. Double down or no? No, nah, not doubling down. Just okay. a split. All right, I'll catch up then. Okay. I, I should have said that. <laughs> All right, keep going. <laughs> you're you're going to eat your words. <laughs> okay, for this series, capital, Capitals versus Devils, give me the split. I think Devils have actually proven themselves a little bit in the start of the season, proven themselves being that they're, they've been a better team than people thought, especially in a very hard division. They've been able to... Keep up with the teams in there. So give me the split, and I'm going to double down on that, gentlemen. One of us will lose points. That is guaranteed now. That's fun. That is fun. Yeah. That is fun. Yeah. I'll be watching that. All right, Cam. I believe in Mackenzie Blackwood. I don't. I do. Okay. Because he's back Hughes. from COVID. He's back and better than ever. Sort of. 
Um, yeah, I'm going to take the oddball pick. I think this is the first time I'm deviating from the group on, well, from the top, the other top two that are ahead of me. So I've got the New Jersey Devils, and even though I never pick anything good to come out of New Jersey, so this is a new this is a this is a new thing for me. I never pick New Jersey. New Horizons. I'm not a fan of New Jersey. I mean, decent land prices, but <laughs> terrible teams. So irrelevant. <laughs> out of nowhere, just absolutely out of nowhere. Decent land prices. Well, the taxes I think are a lot better in New Jersey. Especially compared to New York, Jeez. I don't have time to study all that. You yeah. cro- you cross the river, and we all come of a sudden you got more Madison. money. We come here for hockey, not real estate. So. Yeah. Next up on the on the real <laughs> estate podcast, we're starting two new podcasts that we just dropped. This one, so uh, hardware, hardware and real estate, hardware yes. and real estate podcast. Some hard hitting podcasts. I can't wait right till what there. we think of next week. Uh, so, uh, I think if the Capitals get the sweep, I'll be one point behind Jacob. So you can just sit with that. Okay. Next week, did you just calculate all the other pickums? No, no, no. <laughs> Your, yours, yours is a, yours is a crapshoot. I don't well, want to touch no, that. If, no, well, if, if if every single well, if yeah, no, no. If the Capitals complete the sweep, you'd you'd be a point ahead of me. Oh, I oh, see. you're right. It is four. Yeah, it's four. Ooh, you'd, Ooh. You'd, you'd be up by one if the Capitals pull the sweep. Ooh. I, I just literally. Or you could also be down by. Shh, don't, don't say that part. Or you could down <laughs> by down. Uh, okay, so you're down three right now. It could be down by like six. Um, you know what? I'm fine with that. I'm just I'm with the risk. I'm hoping risk. that the kids pull something out in Dallas and just take at least one of those games. Like kids. It should be a Dallas. decent like I'm picking like if the stars do win, it'll be a four two game. Okay. That's fair. Can I just uh give a little preface real quick? Of yeah, course. I can. Okay, thank you. Um if I'm down a lot of points next week, um that may happen and uh yeah, it's because of this week. So yeah. Okay. And it's because you this could be also change. in the first place. Yeah, I could, yes. Could. It, it, literally anything could happen. I'm going to be fingers crossed for these games, and we'll see what happens. This will be the most exciting week of pickums. Bro, yeah, I should have <laughs> done this sooner. No, no, no. This is this is definitely a good. This, <laughs> this is a good. This like, is not good for me. I, I already, I already take heart medication. Okay, I don't need increased stress this while is, watching these games. This is a good because of this. This is good to add spice. It's yeah, it, it's good for what you're trying to do. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't make this like an earlier thing. I, I like it okay. doing it just like for the last it, yes. couple weeks. You know, throw a wrench in the plant. Yeah, you're right. We you're start to see grass. We get to throw wrenches and things. Exactly. He's gonna give me a heart attack. I can tell you. All right. Well, just make sure your car is full of gas. It actually is. It usually <laughs> is. It usually is. Uh, all right. Um, I don't think I have anything else. That is that is all I have for this episode. Anyone else have anything they want to say? Notice. You know what? I know what. That's all I have as well. Wow. As far as for one more comment about the reverse retro jerseys, oh as much God. as I don't like the Blues, <laughs> the Red Wings are worse. And the Red Wings, I'm pretty sure the Wings might be the only team that haven't worn them yet, and that's a blessing. I (laughs) genuinely believe the Red Wings practice jerseys are better than the reverse retros. Actually. They're kind of the same thing, aren't they? No. Oh, the Dallas has. Dallas has yet to. Yeah. Dallas has it because the night they were supposed to wear the all whites was the the day they got blanketed in snow. (laughs) And I could say that because I am from Dallas, but yeah, that was pretty wild. They actually gave a uh, 20% off those jerseys the day of because of the snow they were like oh it's perfect in the snow i don't think i'd give you 20 bucks the red wings reverse retro like if it was if it was like 25 dollars i might pay it maybe maybe depends on tax we'll see maybe <laughs> mm, I, I i don't i'm not even i don't even know if i would pay for the 
with for a blues reverse retro, not, especially not that much money. Oh, because the one they wore when Eisenman buried him in Game Seven ninety six. I could just play that in my head over. Oh, I could just close my eyes. That camera, happy days, happy days. That that like camera view, like that behind shot. the net, mm. like when you're like like Stiedler and Eisenman shot the puck like at the camera, mm. and then it zoomed yes. out. It then and zoomed then it was out. Goal. Oh, yeah. That that might be the best. I, I I can actually make a case that's the best like single camera shot in NHL history. As a Red Wings fan, I, would, I agree I, with you. I, I was going to go with, I'd have to go with another one. If I'm picking one, I'd have to go with another one. that You're biased. Well, no, I'd have to go with <laughs> another so one that, that also sadly happened against the Blues. I'd go <laughs> Bobby Orr, the, the flying. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'd have to go with that one. That's just a great. Like, also happened against the Blues. Yeah. Also. Yeah, pain. but he didn't shoot the puck like, at the camera. And by the way, you, sure. the, it's also an excuse, but in a game seven overtime, let in a goal from the blue line. I'm just going to put them. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't care how well line. that shot was placed. True. He, right. he, like, he didn't look like he was trying. No. I'm going to go home and watch old Red Wings highlights. I, 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 <laughs> I, actually just saw the, I actually just saw that pop up on my YouTube like two days ago. That exact shot. So They're I, listening. I, one image that lives rent-free in my mind is the... Pat Maroon? Re, the, Pat foot, Maroon? In the, foot in the crease? Yeah. Foot in the crease. Yeah. Just, yeah, foot was in the crease, by the way. You mean I, the, I understand. Uh, yeah. And you know, the funny thing is, is, Lindy Ruff, who is now the coach of New Jersey, was the coach of Buffalo, ended up going to the Stars for three years. Which was pretty funny that he's he was coaching for the team that kept him out of getting a ring, which was pretty wild to me. I thought that was pretty funny. I say that's wild. Wait, Cam. So the the play of whoever was missing that open net, Edmondson going back down the ice and forcing OT that, that was doesn't look right for your mind because that would Pat, haunt me. Patrick Stepan. Some somebody missed yeah, the Patrick open net. Patrick Stepan. The and then even more even funnier, it was. Sean Horkoff that scored that goal played for the Stars as well. I think twelve years later. Stars Sean... did win that game in overtime, though. Correct. Uh, I think so. I think so. So after that embarrassment, they did get back on their feet and secure the dub. I'm pretty sure. I will. I will say that confidently. Because it here. was a five-five game. I think they did win it. But mm -hmm. the only Patrick that matters to me in, re in regards to the Dallas Stars is Maroon. <laughs> he has a ring. He has two. He has he two. Does, he does have two. Both of them came against the stars. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know who has eleven? The Red Wings. How many were like when they had like six teams? You know who has zero? All of us. So yes, true, <laughs> right, true. true. That's that all is that true. You know what? <laughs> yep, that, that's a good yep. place to end it. All right. So, um, thank you for listening. Behind the mask. We'll be back again next week to talk about uh, Wisconsin, who apparently just owns the entire world. Um, so I'm Kyle. On behalf of Ryan, Cam, and Jacob, thank you for listening.